Zatigmar the bottom of Chof Tesem at Beis Yossi Rav Avin for Rabbi Yitzchak Berebi Kamei Rabbi Yemiah. Rabbi Avin Rabbi Yitzchak Berebi was sitting in front of Rabbi Yemiah. The coming Amner Yemiah. Rabbi Yemiah was dream. He was dribbling off. He was the Rebbe, and he was sleeping. He was nodding off. So Mela, so Yasvi, they started sitting. What do we talk about? Lachai, we talk about. I don't know. Is Trump running in 2024? That's what we should be talking about. These are important things. Very, very important. You say this. But no, apparently for some reason they talked about other things. The Rebbe was sleeping, so what did the Talmudin do? They start handling about things that are really important. They come, they say, according to the Rebbe. So the Rebbe was sleeping, and they start handling to each other. And they say like this, according to the Rebbe, according to the that says, once you're paid it, it automatically becomes Kaddish again, like we said before. Again, what was the case? A guy says, he's Makdish a tree. Until it gets cut down, and then he's played it Allah as it becomes keeps becoming kaddish until it actually gets cut down. So they said these two talmidim were handling, and they said according to this, tivshay debay Rav Hashaya, we could be paishit Rav Hashaya's shaila. What does Elam say about this shaila? Hanaisin shtei prutis liisha. A guy gives two prutis to a woman. For and he the woman he t- he tells the woman like this. Ba'achas hiskat shili hayoyim. One, I want to become a Kudashis today. And one, I want to be a Kudashis after I divorce. So this is what his therapist told him to do. He's getting married. His therapist gave him very clear guidance that I'll tell you what you should do. Just to back up, you should be a Kudashis today. And then, and tell her, but tell her, you don't want to get her, tra- you don't create trauma. So you tell her that after you divorce her, don't worry, you're going to be a Kudash again. What's the Lacha? You give her two Prudas today, and then you say, one Mikudashes today, and one Mikudashes Lachar Shegashich. What's the Lacha? Is the Kedushin Chal after Agashich or not? So he wanted to say, what do you see from my father? What did my father say? You have a, a tree here, you're applying to the tree, and puff, all of a sudden, it becomes. Co- What's so funny? Your therapist told you that too? <laughs> but Akavadim, you point to the tree, the halach is you point to the tree, and you, you, we'll arrange free, we'll arrange free. But, but you can't, you, um, you point to the tree, and then automatically it becomes Kaddish again. So Lachar, you see that it, even though when you point it, Lachar went to Chulun, you have a tree, you're Makdish a tree, you point it, now it's Chulun, all of a sudden, puff, it becomes Hektish again. How did, how did it become Hektish again? I wasn't Makdish again. Tarek says originally, when I said Hektish, I said it should constantly be Kaddish until I'm pointed. So Zach, Rav Haishaya, when a guy wants to do such an arrangement, even though he didn't do it again, he's, he comes to Chuppah and he says, two Prutis, two rings, one for today, and one for Lacha Shagashich, the Chaya, the Lacha is the Kedushin Shabichal. That's what they wanted to spare from Barpada. Just like Barpada says the Kedushin re- recycles, so so too over here, the Kedushin will recycle. That's what Barpada wanted to say. What do you say, Abruvain? Oh! Abruvain, they would have put you in. Zach Tigamari, Isar Behu, Abruvain, Abruvain woke up! And he said, what are you talking about? This is what wakes a person up. You talk about Taya, it wakes him up. So the Rebbe woke up. You know what they say. People hear what they want to hear. Rabbi Yirmiya heard what he wanted to hear. If they would have spoke about some Mishigas, so he would have continued sleeping. But they spoke about Taya. He woke up. He said, What's your comparison? What's the halacha? Let me first see the case. What's the halacha if somebody else has played in a tree? I'm Akdish, my tree. Somebody else will, anyone can be paid it, right? It belongs to Akdish. So somebody else comes over and he's paid it. The halacha is it's done. 
It's not Kaddish again. The only time it can be Kaddish is as long as it's in my Rishus. I have the tree, and I'm Makdish and Achiyiktetu, and I'm Paideh. When you're Paideh something, you buy it back, basically. When you're Paideh, you're buying it back from Ekdish. So if I buy it from Ekdish, it will continue being Kaddish. But if somebody else buys it, so it left my Rishus, like Ruben David saying, the Allah is it never goes back to be Ekdish. If somebody else is Paideh, it never goes out to be Ekdish. What happens by Anisha? When a guy divorces his wife, what happens? He doesn't own her anymore. She belongs, she's in her own entity. She's in her own Rishus. So when, you, when you, a person divorces his wife, he can't say, will be triggered. She's her own entity. She has no shaykhs to you anymore. There's no, there's no, there's no dinim. Over here, when you have a tree, what happens? I'm acting as a tree. I'm paid it. Now the tree belongs to me again. So now the Kedusha can recycle. But if somebody else is paid it, it doesn't work. So by a, by a, by a, by a woman, the same thing. A guy's Mikadish's wife, then he divorces her. Once he divorces her, she's out. She's done. Now he wants to Mikadish her again. Okay, you want to make a new Kedushin. Got to make a new Kedushin. But you have no Sheba on her. There's nothing that's keeping it going. So now that's Abiyam is a Kashua. Let's see it inside. Let's see it inside. So Abiyam woke up and he said, What are you comparing Padan who, when the guy himself is paid it, to when somebody else is paid it? Padan who, Chayzeh is Vikaychis. If he's paid it, it becomes Kaddish again. If somebody else is paid it, the Allah is the Kedusha, that it doesn't go back, because then somebody else is Rishos. And an Isha, after you divorce her, it becomes like somebody else was paid to the woman, meaning she goes into her own entity, and a male of the Kedushin would not be Chal. So if someone would ask you on the next test, What's the halacha? If you make Kaddish and Isha with two prutas, one today and one la'acha she'gashich, the halacha is the Kedushin doesn't work. You make Kaddish again, it's making on tonight chasana. But the Kedushin does not work now because it's not going to be in Yerushas. It marnami yom ravami yom rabiyechon aloyishon aloyishapadinu avapadim achayim ain chayzres v'kayv v'kedushas. It's not chayzres v'kedushas. That's the halacha. Now the next two Mishnah is going to a little bit easier concept. It's very interesting. The Mishnayis introduce us to different kinds of people. There's some people that are Yoshvei Abasha Menachem Zalman, and there's some people that are Yerde Hayab. They're traveling, they're going places. There's some people that are Yoshvei Abasha, and some people that are Yerde Hayab. So let's see the Gemara inside. Zakti Mishnah. Hanoider mi Yerde Hayab. A guy makes a neder from somebody, from people, this is Nusach, from people that go into the sea. There's certain kinds of people that are always on planes. They're never, they're never around. They're always running places. So Allah is mutter b'yeshviyabasha. Your mutter in the regular people that stay on the abasha. Allah is your mutter in them because they're two different people. You only asked Yerdi Hayam. You didn't ask yeshviyabasha. But let's say yeshviyabasha. Let's say you did ask yeshviyabasha. Awesome Yerdi Hayam. You're not allowed to be nana from Yerdi Hayam. Why? Either Yerdi Hayam, they're not included in Yerdi Hayabasha. She Yerdi Hayam, Bechlal, Yerdi Hayabasha. Because the people that go into the Yam are included in the Yerdi Hayabasha. They're also people that live in the Yabasha. They happen to temporarily be traveling to the Yam. But, Lamaisa, they're Yerdi Hayabasha. So, Mel, if you ask yourself from Yerdi Hayabasha, the Allah is you're still awesome, Yerdi Hayam. If you ask yourself, Yerdi Hayam, you're Mutter in Yerdi Hayabasha. Because Yerdi Hayabasha are people that don't not always traveling. Yerdiyam means people that always travel. Uh, but if you ask yourself in Yerdiyam Basha, you're mutter in the Yerdiyam because the Yerdiyam also included in the Yerdiyam Basha. And then the Mishnah says, It's not like people that travel from the city of Akai to the city of Yafai, which is very close to each other. We're talking about people that are traveling long distance trips. 
they go long distance. So those are the people that we're talking about. And the Gemara is going to explain what this last line means. What are we referring to? And basically, the Mishnah says, guy makes an adder from Yerodeyam is motor in Yerodeyabasha. You make an adder Yerodeyabasha, you're usher in Yerodeyayam because Yerodeyam are included in Yerodeyabasha. What does the last line in the Mishnah mean when we say we're not talking about people that are traveling from city to city? We're talking about people that are going long distance. What this last line in the Mishnah means. One puts it on the Reisha, one puts it on the Seifa. Mandatani Aresha, the one that puts it on the say on the Reisha, Masni Hachi. This is how he explains the Mishnah. Person that makes an edit from Nardayam, from Yardayam, is Mutter, and people that are uh, staying on the Abasha. But he's usher in people that are traveling on the Yab, right? That's what he's asking. He's asking Yardayab. We're not talking about people that are just traveling temporarily on the Yab from Akka to Yab. Those are poor cities. They, we're not talking about people that are traveling temporarily to Halein, Yeshri Abashan. And these people are considered that they live in the Abasha. They just travel in short distance. Alamimi, Shadak on the Farish, we're discussing people that are already, that are long distance travelers and they're constantly running off. So those people are included in the nether. So according to the first Shita, that's what the end of the Mishnah means. The end of the Mishnah means if a guy makes a nether from Yardayam, he's Asr in Yardayam. What kind of people are considered Yardayam? People that are always running off. People that are around and they just travel once in a while or they're traveling just temporarily from Akka to Yafai, they're not included in their. Um, in their, uh, in their travelers, huh? So apparently we're talking about people that usually go. I mean, so there's some people that usually go. No, people that usually go. Every other week, they're, they're not around. So those people are considered Yerdehayam. Uh, what if they take frequent short trips? That would be fine. Short trips are not, according to this diet, short trips would not count. Long ships, is, in those days, Dakar Lefarish means, Lefarish means a guy made on a huge journey, a voyage. We'll call it. Guy went on a voyage, whatever. Maybe from continent, maybe from country to country, or from continent to continent. Has to be like a uh, guy's going on a trip. A guy's flying to Los Angeles. Okay, he flew to Los Angeles, big deal. But a guy's flying to Israel. Let's say, let's say, it would be in a gift for somebody flying to Israel. So that we would, that would be considered. Unless you're a guy that usually goes. But that's that, that's your idea. Yeah. But if you're uh, not, it would be uh, considered a. Anyway, let's go. Zakti Gemara man demasni asefa. One Amaira puts it in the Seifa. He masni hachi. This is how he explains the Mishnah. Hanoi demiyarshri abasha asubiradeya. People that make a net there, that from the people that stay on the abasha, they're aser, and the people that go to the ab. Zok, this is what the Mishnah means to say. Veloi be'elu. He's aser in the people that go to the ab. Veloi be'elu ahalchem yakali afa bavad. Not only the people that make the short trips, which is not considered a real trip. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is even a person makes a big voyage, he's traveling very far. Wherever a person belongs, that's where he is. Which is A guy spends his whole day working. Listen, he spends his whole day working. Where does he go running after he works or before he works? The Chazgmar says, the Gemara de Gemara, the Gemara in Chulin says, we are going to know Mesaches. Chulin Shkech Bitzlekayin. This is Gvaldik. Used to have used my papers. Now I have easy shortcut. Zog in Tesvav Yir Tavshin Peivav Shabbos Kodesh. Bezer Hashem will begin Mesaches Chulin in Yerushalayim. Habenu. You'll be a week early. Yeah, we'll do it on Friday or maybe Thursday. Yeah, Bez Hashem. But will Bez Hashem begin? Mesaches Chulin with a Gishmak. And the Gemara says over there an amazing thing. Who is considered someone that lives on the Abasha? And who is considered someone that lives on the Yam? The Gemara talks about a walrus 
some kind of sea lion that perhaps spends a lot of time in the water, but the Gemara says when he has extra time or when he's being chased, what does he run? Does he run to the Abasha or does he run to the Yab? The Gemara says that defines where you live, where you run when you have free time or when you're in danger. Do you run to the Rabbi Do you run to the Gemara or do you run to your business? That's what defines if a person is a Ben Elam Haba or a Ben Elam Haza. That's the difference. We know Ben Elam Haba and Ben Elam Haza. Where you run, that's where you belong. So Zakti Gemara, the Yarde Hayam, even though technically they spend a lot of time in the Yam, Palamai, so they keep going back to the Yabasha. And that's why they, um, they, uh, they're called Yeshve Yabasha, even though technically they're Yarde Hayam, but they're called Yeshve Yabasha because they constantly run back to the Yabasha. What's the shot in that feeling? And the Vigna Miller says, why does a person always have that feeling to go running all over the world? And the Vigna Miller says, because your nefesh is hungry. A nefesh is starving. It wants to connect to Taya. See, if a guy loads himself down with Taya, so of course, you go for chizik, beautiful. But you don't go running every month to get another stick all over the place because you have your Meshiva's nefesh. Your Taya is misudder. But if a guy does not have a connection to Taya, he's running all over the world from Kerastir to, to wherever you want to go. Pick the name. It's all another name for, st- for stuffing, for gorging that, yeah, that, that nefesh that's starving to connect to the Rebbe The God is Zichat. What he's looking for is running all over the world. It's right here. It's in here. A person that learns Taya is Taya Hashem Tamima, Meshiva Snafesh. He's not running all over the place. A person runs all over the place when he's missing a connection to Taya. So in order to, to starve, to, to feed, to stuff his Neshama with something, or else he's going to feel empty. The reason why he does it, Zakhtar Bavik Namilazatzal, is because he's lacking a connection to Taya. Person learns Taya, it's Meshiva Snafesh. There's nothing wrong with going for Chizik. But if every other Monty Kedonish, the guy's run off, that means he's got to check his titsis and figure out where he's holding. What does it mean he have to check his titsis? Patal, why do we use checking titsis? You know why? Because when a person keeps his titsis out, it demonstrates that he's proud of what the Rebbe Hashem gave him. If I would have a medal, if I would have a purple heart from a real president, let's go back to the earlier president, I would wear it on top. I wouldn't walk around with my purple heart in my pants. Now I'm not going to show it to anybody. I would stick it out. So when a person sticks out his titsis, he realizes that it's a purple heart from there, but it's not a joke, it's serious. You know what Chazal say? Chazal say, Mashiach comes, all the Goyim are going to grab onto your tits. That's Chazal say. They're going to grab onto your tits. So I'm not going to try to imagine if a guy keeps his tits in his pants, what's going to happen? We're not going to talk about it. Chazal be a serious problem. But if you keep your tits out, and if you don't have tits, huh? If you don't wear tits, then you have a serious problem. But a guy that wears tits in his pants, the Chayr, it's going to be a problem. So, Chayr. Huh? No, no, no. You don't have to wear them on top. Absolutely not. That's the, the Beckett is not the... I hung around, kept the tzitzis in their pants. I'm, no, I'm telling you, Matthias. The Mishabruah... I'm telling you, Matthias. The Mishabruah says a person should wear his tzitzis outside to demonstrate that he's proud of the medal that the Rebbein Hashem gave him. He's proud of it. But anyway, back to business. So therefore, I'm not sure how we get into this. But anyway, let's go. Let's see one more Mishnah. One more Mishnah. Huh? I know how. 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 I know how, because Betzal pointed out to one of our Chashiva members that he was wearing his tits out, and we wanted to reiterate that wearing your tits out is a very Chashiva Zach, 
and a male, a person should realize that it's a davar neiramoid. Very, very chashiv. It demonstrates. And even if you don't feel it, if you stick it out, you train yourself to feel it. You do not look like a loser. You do not look any less professional. You look like a real professional when you wear what's considered covered by the Rebbe Let's see one more piece, and then we'll... Uh, Go to the bris. Zok to Mishnah. Hanoi. There's two bris in today. Three bris in today. Hanoi there. Meiroha. Go. You have to go. You have to be on time. Hanoi there. Meiroye hachama. A person makes a neder from roye hachama, which seems to be someone that sees the sun. Someone that could see the sun. That's what he says. Hanoi there. Meiroye hachama. So Allah is aser af besumen. He's also even a blind man. Why? I, he only said Roya Hachama. He didn't mean someone that sees the sun. He meant someone that the sun sees. An interesting term. Roya Hachama doesn't mean you see the sun. It means the sun sees you. What's it coming to exclude? We'll see in a minute. But Roya Hachama means the sun sees you. So Mela Asuma is seen by the sun. When we say seen by the sun, we mean the sun represents the, the Mahalach of Teva. A person that's seen by the sun is under the jurisdiction of Tavar Abay, so we're going to see a huge insight about that. But that's what he meant to say. Like we say, Chazal say, There is. Which is Taya, which is above the Shemesh, is Yesh Yisrael. Abay, so we're going to see a Maradik Kazakh in this Gemara. Should a guy take an ultrasound and see what his wife is having? Zatik Gemara. Zati my timer midilai. Let's first see what the Gemara says. Then we'll say what we think. Zati Gemara. The Gemara says meiroya achama. Your aser even in a suma. Why? Because you meant someone that can be seen by the sun, which we're explaining means someone that is under the jurisdiction of teva. Unless you're unless you're babatachin. My timer midilai kam. I mean haroyin. He didn't say people that could see. Obviously, he wasn't excluding a suma. He was excluding someone that the sun cannot see. Who does the sun not see? Lafuke dogim ve obrim. Abay said, Amoyer de Kazakh. Dogim, what do we say? Nifre ve nirbe kidogim. How is a person zoicha to be nifre ve nirbe kidogim? Because the sun doesn't see you. You're underwater. A guy is posting online all of his things. He's not kidogim. He's missing the bracha. He's under the sun. A person has to be hidden. When a person we dive in the yidgul arrive, you should be like dogim. You want to be zoicha to bracha. Do not post. Where everything that you're holding, you want to be mechazik on the people that you should do. You want to post pictures of a siyam, that you should do. But to post your own personal zachin, you're missing this concept. The ubrin. Why is an uber? bracha. Because it's under wraps. No one can see the uber. A doctor has to see something, you see something. But to look for something that is not necessary, what you're doing is you're revealing something that the Rabbi Nishlam wanted to keep hidden. It's hidden for a reason. The bracha is when it's hidden. person has a good reason to do it, by all means. But realize what you're dealing with. You're moving something which is not a raya achama. All of a sudden, you're making it revealed. So, of course, a guy has taken the doctor wants to see if the baby's healthy, Be'ez HaShem. All the babies, Be'ez HaShem, be healthy. Then... It's allowed to, but stam to look. For Yentishkeit is a lack of Roye Hachama. Zog to Mishnah Hanoider Mishchure Roish. A person makes a neder from people that have black heads, black hair. So what, I would assume that's, a, that's avoiding people that are bold. I don't have hair. But the Gemara says, no. Aser Bekrachim, your Aser and people that are bold. Ubalei Seves. What are Balei Seves? Balei Seves means the people that have white hair. Now the Gemara says you have to be mechabit somebody that has white hair. Why are Yitzchak? Why do you have to be mechabit somebody that has white hair? People think white hair is like a negative thing. It doesn't look good. You know what white hair represents? 
Black, white on white Yom Kippur do we wear white? Until we should wear black. I don't black. It's so bishmak. White here. Guy has chas shalom white here. He tries to cover it over and dye it. Why do we wear white on Yom Kippur? Because white represents midas hachesed, and black represents midas hadin. A young man represents the midas hadin. He's all, he's active. He's powerful. He's moving. An older man who's settling down represents the midas hachesed, and that's why he's white. Chazal kolur banish shalom as a zokein malei rachamim. He looks like a zokin, so to speak, full of rachamim. Now, if sometimes you can have, I'm sure you have a you grouchy old man too. But usually, an old man is supposed to be v'menucha. He's already passed all the fighting stage in life, and that's sevus. Why do you stand up mipnei sevet hakam? So pashim shot is because you have to mechab and adam gadol. But the, the the mystical reason behind it is because azakin represents to me the sachesed, and when we prioritize to me the sachesed. The fools think that they're smarter than the older people. So Mela, the Rahman al-Slan, are being mad if the Midas Hadin, over the Midas Achesed, the Kitanim, the young people represent the Midas Hadin, and the the Zakanim represent the Midas Achesed, and that's why always in Klaus all the Zakanim were in charge. So they're called Balei Savis, people that are older that have white hair. So if I asked myself on black-headed people, so why would I be usher in white-headed people or bold people? They're not black-headed. Zahat Tigmar explains. We'll see in a minute. But your mutter in women and in ketanim. Interesting. Why? Anashim are called shchure rosh. And we're going to see in a minute. The reason is because shchure rosh means somebody that's head is sometimes uncovered and sometimes covered. Because a person that's head is covered, for example, women, so then they, you wouldn't call them shchure rosh, you would call them kesuye rosh. But when you say shchure rosh, you're just coming to exclude people's that, you know, we'll see the Gemara inside. But Agapadim, Shchoi Reish is not coming to exclude a bold person or a person with white hair. It's coming to exclude a person like a woman or a katan that doesn't sometimes cover their head and sometimes not. Let's see it inside. My time, I'm a delay, come a ballet sayer. If he would have meant to exclude a, uh, a bold person, he would have said ballet sayer. Why did he say Shchoi Reish? He meant specifically to exclude a certain kind of person. What was he coming to exclude? He's mutter in Nashim and Ketanim because the only ones that we call Shchoi Rosh are men. My time. Anashim zimnin de mechas reishayo v'zimnin de megal reishayo. Anashim sometimes cover their heads completely and sometimes not. Aval Nashim lo'ayla mechasu women. Always cover their heads. I guess they didn't go to Gourmet Sometimes they have women that forget. But usually in those days, I guess everybody remembered to cover their heads. So women usually cover their... I guess so. It's interesting. Sometimes when you learn these Mishnahis, you see the interesting Minhagen that they had in those days. And like you learn, like it's interesting. Oh, eye-opening concepts that women actually are supposed to cover their head. But la'ila michsu, nashim are always covered. Or ketanim, la'ila miglu, and ketanim are running around wild. Their heads are always uncovered. So melo by them... That when you say shchui rosh, you're coming to exclude people that are either always covered or always uncovered. So Mela, obviously you're including krachim and balei sevis because those are not excluded from this story. You didn't mean to exclude someone that has hair or someone that has white hair. You only meant to exclude a woman or a katan. So that's the reason why you're you're usher in krachim and balei sevis, but you're mutter in nashim and ketanim. Now this is a very interesting thing. We actually had it in Yevamus. A very interesting thing. 
What does the word yiloid mean? And what does the word noilod mean? So really, it, we'll see in the Gemara, it's not so clear which one means what. We'll see in the Gemara, there's psukim, either way. But here the Mishnah says, min which the Rishayim explain, the Ran, the Ran over here is an Amadalf. The Ran explains that Yiloidim means people that were born already. Yiloidim means someone that's already born. That's how the Gemara is going to translate, Mishnah is going to translate it. We'll see in the Gemara about that. But generally, if you're wondering why it means that, you'll see the Gemara brings Psukim that seem to say not like that. But in the way the Gemara is going now, Yiloidim means someone that was already born. Mutter bin Noiladim. So if he answered someone that was Yiloidim, means someone that was already born, he's Mutter bin Noiladim, he's Mutter in someone that was not born yet. Because he only answered somebody that was already born. A Yiloid, he did not answer someone that's a Noilad, which means someone that will be born. The opposite of what most people would assume. So basically, a person answered someone that was already born, is Mutter in someone that will be born. Min ha noiladim. Let's say he answered. He used, this is the term he used. Noiladim. So if he answered min ha noiladim, which the Mishnah is explaining means someone that will be born, aser min ha yiladim. He is aser in somebody that was born already. So basically, if you say someone that was born already, you exclude someone that will be born. But if you say someone that is noiladim, which generally means someone that will be born, you're, it also includes a yilad. It also includes someone that was born. So Nailad includes both, and Yilad only includes a person that was born. That's what the Mishnah says. That's the Tanakhama. Rameer Matir, after Yiladim. Rameer says, no, if you say Nailadim, you're Mutter and Yiladim. Just like Yiladim, I don't know if we're going to let him put this on the test. But actually, we do have the new test. Everybody say, speaking of tests, we have the new test. Anyone that wants to uh, get, uh, do his retirement money, it's here. Or he says that there's going to be a raffle every four tests. So I say in the test, but it's not, this maybe we won't let him ask in the test. But Akapanim, if a person answers Yiloidim, he's mutter in Noiladim means someone that's born. But if he answers Noiladim, he's Aser in Yiloidim because Noiladim includes both. Rameer says no. Rameer matter after Yiloidim. Rameer says no. You're just like Yiloidim excludes Noiladim, so to Noiladim excludes Yiloidim. And Rameer says it goes both ways, and therefore your mutter in somebody. That is born already. When you say you mean anyone that usually gives birth, which means to exclude fish and birds that do not give birth, they only lay eggs. So therefore, when you say you meant to exclude fish and birds. And you're not going to be able to eat sushi and make chicken. I don't know what you can do. But Agapadim, uh, when you said that's what you meant. To exclude according to the Chachamim. So according to Hamer, you meant to exclude Yiloidim too. But according to the Chacham, no, you only meant to exclude eating fish and chicken or other kinds of birds. That's the Chacham understanding because those birds, those animals, or whatever you call them, give birth through uh, eggs and not through children. Direct children. Zantik Marli, Hamer, let's go on Hamer. Hamer says, Matir af Yiloidim. If you say no Yiloidim, you're, which again we said means someone that will be born, your mother even be Yiloidim. Rameir meant 
that Noiladim is, you're saying it's even Mutter be Yiladim, meaning even Noiladim is Mutter. Alimiman Asar. If you're telling me Noiladim and Yiladim, he's saying Matter Af be Yiladim. That Lashon is a little funny because if you're saying Noiladim, it's not Af be Yiladim, you're only Mutter in Yiladim. Noiladim, people that will be born, the Chayar Asar, because or else, who are you answering? Alimiman Asar, who are you answering yourself from? Obviously, Noiladim are Asar. So, how do you read the Mishnah? The Mishnah is missing a few words. Which means someone that is born already. Your mother is someone that will be born. If you ask someone that will be born, that includes Yiladim, like we explained, because that's a Tanakama, that even though Noila generally means someone that will be born, but it also exclu- it, it also means anyone that could be bo- that could be born. Amir says, anyone, even someone, that's how you read the Mishnah, even someone that makes a nether from Noiladim is Motabiladim. Just like if you ask her, even just like if you ask, just like if you ask a Yiladim, your mother and Noiladim, that even the Tarakama agreed with, so too if you ask her, your mother and Yiladim, that is the Cheshmer and the Machlaikis and the Mishnah, and that's the clear Cheshmer and the Mishnah. Now the Gemara is going to explain who told you that this translation is right. Does Yiladim mean, mean people that will be born? And Noiladim means people that were that Yiladim means people that were born, and Noiladim means people that will be born. The Chayyeh usually it's the opposite. In the Sugi of Davish Leibelayim, we had it in Misa. I believe uh, actually we have I think we had it in Yavamis. But over there we see the opposite. That Yiladim seems to mean someone that will be born. But Akapadim, let's see the Gemara discuss the Shari. Lamalei Pabalabai. Remember the Noiladim, the Misyaldan Mashma. The Noiladim is Mashma people that will be born. Elamayata Shnei but Yaakov was talking to Yosef. And he said, Shnei Banecha, Hanayladim Lacha Be'aretz Mitzrayim. Your two children, Hanayladim Becha. Hanayladim Lacha, that were born to you. He was talking to Yosef, Menashe and Ephraim was sitting in front of him. And he used the word Nailad. Hachanamides, Yaldanu. It means they will be born. No, it means they are born. So the Chaya, how do you read it? Elamai, Fatimah, the Alidu Mashma. Elamai, it means that they were born. Elamayata, Dechsev, Hinei Ben, Nailad, Lebeis David, Yeshio, Shmai. The Navi is discussing the future king, Yeshio, and he says there will be a child that will be born to base David, the name will be Yeshio. The Chayyad used the word Nailad, so you see from this Pasek that Nailad means the future. So from the word, the first Pasek, by Yaakov Avinu, you see Nailad means the past, and here you see Nailad means the future. Hachanami dehava, v'hadayim menashe leiba. Menashe wasn't born yet, so the Chayyad's on to say Nailad for the future. The Chayyad, you see Nailad means the future. The word Noilad could be Mashmi either one. So why by Nidarim do we assume it means someone that will be born? And the Gemara is assuming Lashim in Adam is Noilad means you will be born. And if a person says Noilad, he is coming to to mainly include someone that will be born. But like we said in the Mishnah, according to one Shita, he also includes someone that was born because it's also part of that mashmais. So I think the Chacham say when you say Noilad, you're only coming to exclude someone that's darkly valid. Fatimar lafuke mai, what are you coming to exclude? Lafuke dagen va'ifes lafuke that you can't eat Mike's chicken or sushi with fish in it because you're answering. I'm sorry, Fakert, you could. Sorry, Slicha, this guy's mutter. So you're saying Noiladim means you're only answering yourself to eat everything but. Sushi 
and make oh, then the guy has what to eat. I'm sorry, he has plenty what to eat because he's allowed to eat dogum and ifis and mela. He's allowed to, that he that he was excluding. What did you say, Mansia? What more could you want? You have everything you need. Hot, hot chicken, cold sushi, you're good to go. But anyway, where is he? But anyway, uh, we have to call him. But anyway, so we, um, so that's the uh, dogim and oifis. That's the Gemara saying you're coming to exclude, meaning dogim and oifis, the halacha is, are going to be motor. So basically, noyiladim means to exclude someone that has eggs, which is going to be motor. Now, one of the most amazing things of these Mishnahis is, like we discussed before, that you see a little bit of a an, of an look into the way they lived in those times. Interesting, the way they viewed things, and it gives a little bit of an inkling of how Chazal understood things that we wouldn't necessarily uh, understand at Kipshutai, and you're not going to necessarily find the Mephushi Gemara on it, and sometimes you see a Mishnah and you start studying, you notice the way Chazal lived. It's fascinating.